Becoming Wise is supported by the Fetzer Institute. I've had hundreds of big conversations, and my conversation partners share wisdom I carry with me wherever I go. Ramina Shashibi fills me with hope about how art can make humans visible to each other. He brings a new energy to Islam's core commitment to beauty and humanity and to the power of stories to heal and electrify us across geography and generation, culture and faith. He founded the Inner City Muslim Action Network on Chicago's South Side, where he also lives with his family. This is Becoming Wise. I'm Krista Tippett. about how you bring the arts into what you do. I mean, like, here's, here's one of the big defining sentences on your website, that, that Iman works for social justice, delivers a range of social services, and cultivates the arts in urban communities. So I want to hear a little bit about you know, how spiritually and practically the arts and justice work together for you. Well, you know, for, for me, that tradition, and while now we host artists from the subcontinent who are performing kawali alongside an opera singer, along a spoken word poet, alongside a traditional hip-hop artist, um, a lot of that honestly started with hip-hop. Um, and You're really critical of people who judge, who condemn hip hop as part of the decay of culture and oh, ruining our young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I think hip hop, I think hip hop's origins have been extraordinary. And I think hip hop, and, and that's because there is an aspect of hip hop culture that was extraordinary in bringing together the most disconnected, the most marginalized and disempowered sectors of urban young people, both in the Bronx and then in other urban centers, and found just extraordinarily creative ways of expressing not only um, a search for a commonality, but a, a common cultural experience that was both universal and particular at the same time. Mm. So you found for the first time young Latino, black and white kids in New York coming together around a cultural creation that both allowed them to celebrate their Aztec traditions as well as their shared New York experience. And that model, that formula, you know, became global. And so the way we kind of gravitated towards it was very organic. It became the most powerful and useful way of bringing together young kids in Chicago who were totally disconnected from one another while still living and sharing the same kind of urban experiences. So for example, one of our first projects we did was on one big side of the wall where there was a well-known graph writer and, and graffiti writing is one of the four elements of hip hop um, in Chicago. His name was Zor, a Puerto Rican guy. And, you know, I got a hold of him and uh, I, I, I showed Zor um, traditional Islamic calligraphy. And there's a verse in the Quran that, you know, that some people have heard. It's we created you into nations and tribes that so that you may get to know one another, not hate one another. And that that the most dignified among you is the one with the most consciousness of the divine and the you know we use that verse and I showed him traditional Islam and it was done in this really ornate circular style 
And he said, let's throw that up on the wall. And uh, I said, yeah, that'd be great. He said, but I'm going to make it contextually relevant to urban graffiti. <laughs> you know, I said, that's fine. You can do whatever you want, Zor, as long as you retain the core elements of this piece. And he said, that's fine. He says, he says, and it's speaking to me. I see this piece. It's speaking to me. And I remember what we did was literally we gathered over 250 kids in the neighborhood and we had this unveiling of it that brought these, you know, uh, hip hop artists together. And it was both something that connected, it was relevant, it celebrated a core aspect of Muslim tradition. So we saw the power, and that was as early as 1995, and since then, we've used the art as a way to tell our stories, right. as a way to connect our stories. It, the arts have become the real factor for us in both humanizing each other's stories, connecting our stories, and, you know, I think revealing to one another the possibilities of what a better world can look like. Rami Nashashibi was named a MacArthur Fellow in 2017 and an Opus Prize Laureate in 2018. Becoming Wise is produced by Marie Sambilay, Lily Percy, and Chris Hegel at On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. And our theme music is provided and composed by Zoe Keating. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.